Welcome back to the Identical Drop Podcast. And I think we've got everything straightened out. This is Thomas and I's third time starting this podcast up because we're filming it now. And we've had a little technical difficulties, but we're good now. Round one, we were fine. We didn't have an issue, but somehow that camera switched. Like without me, Mm -hmm. I didn't touch anything. Yep, sure. It switched to variable frame rate, which is obviously slow-mo. And you guys want to watch this in real time. So, Um, but here we are. We're going to discuss the mule deer hunt that we had. We weren't supposed to have, but we had it, and now we're here. So you started to get into it, but we like we had some scheduling flaws. Are we resuming from where we were? No, we're start we're starting fresh over. Okay. So, yeah, we started the first 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 week of September in Colorado. Big mistake. Well, I mean, it was, but it wasn't. The we weather this year was it. really bad. Couldn't really predict it. But. Dry. We're gonna get into that whole podcast a different time, but yeah, uh, tough kind. We've been around a lot of early season stuff and never seen it like it was this trip. Definitely. So, yeah. So, but the thing we realized was our. Colorado to Idaho turnaround was going to be kind of tight. It's going to be a lot. Tons of driving. 13 we, hours we, both like, ways yeah. to Colorado, 18 hours both ways we, to Idaho. We had kind of accepted that. And yep. we're just like, we're going to full send. But then your family yep. might have had COVID and then we, then we stayed. Yep. You know, came down. The um, kids were, which were is, viciously sick. So I was like, well, I got to stay here for at least It's tough. Like we had... Already about 500 bucks in that tag. Yep. I was excited to go back. I haven't been back since for four years. Looking back, though, we saved money 100%, right? Just yeah. because of travel and yeah. food and Definitely. all that cost. I mean, we saved Definitely money. Definitely, you say we saved money, but yeah. If we would have just planned out better, also burned, you know. So, yeah. so instead of, we, we realized we weren't going to go to Idaho, which was, it kind of sucked. Definitely a punch, I punch like, in the stomach. We were on the elk mound. I was like, man, we just screwed up. Yeah. Like, we should not have been in Colorado early season. It should have been a no archery elk year because yep. we're going back in October. We're going back in three weeks. Yep. You know, because I got a rifle tag. So, but you know, we made that decision. We messed up. We're we're, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, our motto when we go out with like during our Western hunts of September. Yep. Is we need at least one successful hunt. And that's just like because we want like we're trying to do our best to make, make good content. Honestly, fill the freezer. Doing content when you have a, a dead animal is very helpful. Yeah. Just helps. No, yeah. It, it's good for all the brands that you shoot for. Yep. And we don't do it like, like we, uh, we don't think about a kill for like business motives, but it's like, it really helps for content sake. I saw this, this might get into a deep, uh, I hope I won't try to derail too much, but, it was a blood origins post and this guy was being asked why he hunts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I was thinking about that. Like what if somebody just came up and asked me that? Like, what's my answer? I was like, man, there's a million, there's not one reason. Mm-mm. Like it's not just for the food. It's not, nope. you know, it's not just for the antlers. It's not just for our media business. Like it's all just intertwined now. Like it's who we are now, you know, for so many reasons. Um, 
Definitely. It's, it's an interesting thing to think about. Cause I always want to be like, I always want to hunt for all the right reasons, you know? Yeah. Cause there are absolutely people that don't mm-hmm. like, we know some of them. Yep. Greg Ritz. Yep. There's just people out there that like are not in it for the right. They're in it to make money. Yep. And I mean, even like the, uh, who's the guy that had the territories West ter- territories wild. Um, big bow hunter that meat eater had on the podcast. Oh, and I was just yeah, like, Tom Miranda, Tom Miranda. I was absolutely shook in that podcast. He was like, so do you ever just like go hunt for fun? I think like, Steve no. was a little, he's like, no, that'd be like, like that's, that, that's what hunting is. Like that, that dude, it's all just, it's all just a monetary venture. Just making money yeah. for a show. Crazy. Um, but anyways, that was a little derailment. Mm-hmm. Mule deer, we were like, we're not going to Idaho. What should we fill our time with? We have a few days here where we, like, I, if I can be home for a few days, make sure the family's good to go. Oh, we, like, I, it we didn't, take out me, for a few it didn't take me more than 10 seconds to come up with what I knew I wanted to do. Like, any chance I have to go out to the sand hills, I'm like, I'm jumping on that immediately. Because it's, so, it's, it's not a trip that happens every year, you know? No. It used to be. Yep. So we were kind of like looking at public first. Yeah, because we, we know the public very intimately. We've hunted it since 2017. Yeah, something. 16, 17. We always forget. Um, and you finally killed the first buck out there last year. Just a good two, three-year-old, whatever he was. He was three. Maybe. He was three. Probably two, I think. Um, good two-and-a-half-year-old. Uh but like we finally like feel like we kind of figured it out and it's just a fun hunt. The sand hills, I mean, I don't care where you've been, it's it's different. Yeah. It's different than South Dakota. Um, and then different I mean, it's just its own beast. Um I just give so much credit to those deer out there. Like I remember my first couple of years out there, I just kept asking, like, how are these deer as yeah. big as they are? How are they surviving out here? What the hell are they eating? Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, where, where, what does big buck country look like? And I feel like we were just put, putting the, like, you're just stacking pieces to the puzzle every single time we went out there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're like, we're more than ready to go out to public, mm-hmm. but we're also like, let's, let's work our, the phone and, and see what, see what we can drum up. I mean, if you can get on private land out there, it's, I mean, are good. yeah. So, <clears throat> We kind of split the state up of you're going to call some areas. I'm going to call some areas quick. Just spend, uh, I mean, a few hours max of just trying to see if we could. I probably spend like an hour and a half, two hours. So called some random people I had. We'd never hunted on before. And then I, I was looking up another property that was close to one we've hunted before. And I was like, this one has deer because we've, we've glassed it. Just for fun, just because we've been next to it and never been able to get hunting permission we've on it. We've seen shooter bucks on it. Yeah. From a far distance. So went on my little website. Look. Those people just bought this farm. It's a new owner. So I found the new owner's info and gave him a call. And he was like, yeah, sure. Um, you need to talk to this guy who runs like the hunting out here because we have some other hunts leased out for the guns. But nobody's archery hunting. I was like, let me call that guy. 
it's, I mean, it's sad, but like the days of door knocking and going for free have changed. It's, it's limited. Let, we'll get to that. We'll get to that down the road here. Let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Talk to that guy. <clears throat> he was like, yeah, go out there. Um, he's like, we just don't want to move around the deer before my r- r- rifle and muzzleloader season. I was like, the, like when you talk to, and we got, we got a fuller answer about what about that. You could like, you could there throw dynamite in those hunters. hills and they'd be there in rifle season. They're, he's, he's speaking personally. Cause yeah. he, I'm sure he's got the rifle tag in his pocket too. He doesn't want like any people's motives. They get, they get squishy. Like he's big, the reason he's deer, telling us big deer make people do yes. dumb things. The reason he's telling us, Hey, we just like, just be really careful where you're going and stuff. And he, he told me, he's like, the best thing you could do is just put a ground blind up and sit in it. I don't know if I told you that. You never told me that. I was like, dude, we're not idiots. Like we just don't want to, we just don't want to bump the deer around for rifle season. And I'm like, dude, our movement middle of September is, is in no way affecting. Second probably, week not, of November. probably not those deer that are probably in November are probably like miles away at this point. Uh, yeah, you could, you could run at every single deer you saw on the Hills and they'd be there the next day. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they're not going to move. This is their home. Yeah. It's just funny. Anyways. Um, but that's just like, you just know that he's probably going to be hunting out there and just, I get it. You don't want things to be messed up, but it's not just crazy to think that. Um, so anyways, we got permission out there. I was like, I was like, this is going to be a good hunt. Yep. We we're going to, we're going to definitely yep. see bucks, whether mm-hmm. we can shoot them or not. That's another thing, but we're going to see bucks. So we loaded up and we made the drive out there, got to the place and started talking to the, the owner. Really nice guy. Young dude. Um, like part owner. Yeah. Yeah. Part owner. His family. Yeah. He's running like a lot of the crops out there and stuff and, um, get to talking and he was like, well, kind of talking to my dad and this other guy and, we're going to have to charge for this hunt. I was like, like we'll have to come up with some, some payment, payment, some yeah. payment for him. I was like, like Thomas and I like do like a like quick side eye. Like, dude, that's mm. such an advantage for us. Yeah. We're like, we're, our minds are already like in the same wavelength. We've already picked a number, you know? And it's like, we get it. Like we understand it. Like, and we, we went we, into we, calling we, landowners, but like we could, we'll offer them, a, we'll offer them a few hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, just to see if like, like if, if it tips them over and we yeah. can get on private land for a hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 Um, but we but, were like, but oh, we, dude. we drove four hours out there, four or five, whatever it was. And they never mentioned that until we were in their driveway, which is dirty. Yeah. That's dirty. And we told, I mean, so <clears throat> he was like, you could tell he didn't want to talk about it. Cause honestly, there's a guy that I mean, run the hunts was, out there. He was very polite. Yes. The, the guy that run the hunts out there just like didn't have the balls maybe to ask to tell us that. Like, he that's wanted it, to his whole, we, that's his job. Having a couple beers later yeah. with the landowner, we kind of realized like, okay, like he's not qualified. The yeah. guy isn't. Yeah. We did try to steal his job a little bit. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. but he was like, yeah, I was talking to that guy who, who runs the hunts. He was thinking like 500 bucks a day. I don't know if those are the exact words. Like, I think he was like, I kind of Googled it and uh, saw this number. No, he, he said that that guy wanted to start at that. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize. I didn't yeah. know that. I was like, uh, the, I was like, I'll like, drive. I'll, I'm, I'll leave. Like, we'll go hunt public. Like, I was like, that's way too You steep. didn't say that out loud. No, you I didn't say that. But I, you, I, what you I did say outside said, is that You quickly said, steep. that's too steep. Yeah. Those, those, and I quote. 
it's too steep. Yeah. End quote. <laughs> and he's like, he's yeah, like yeah. He's that's like, yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. And then you were like, man, to be honest, this is really shocking because we drove out here thinking we had some free, free private permission. Now you're asking for money. And kind quote of a is what I said. Yep. But I mean, I'm always being respectful. Yeah. But like, we're like, we're having a monetary Which, and he also understood. He's like, I yeah. get that. Yeah. He's like, I, I, I'm trying to work with you because like, I understand yep. that too. Like you guys should have been told. Um, I so mean, we're, okay, we're, real, we're not outfitters, but 500 bucks a day, dude. Yeah. When this is not guided, this is not, you're not feeding us. Like you're, we're just hunting on your land. Like that's like guided rifle hunt crap. Yeah. I mean, dude, you could book a weekend trip for a few grand. Yeah. And like, that's good. I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, dude, you, you're out of your Full, fully outfitted with yeah. like people know where the deer are. I'm like, like, you're literally just, we're just walking on your land. And this, this guy doesn't hunt. He, no. he doesn't help. He, like his help, most helpful tip was like, yeah, one time like deer were eating out of the back of my truck. Yeah. Cause he had like some feed thing in there like yeah. a year ago or whatever. Again, this guy was super nice. We, yeah. we enjoyed the hell out of him. Um, but like, yeah, it was just, was like, they, they're just trying to make some money off it, but they, and yeah, like we understand. It was like, but the no, way, we get, the way it. it was handled, I was just like, yeah, it was we should have been told this. Yeah. Should have known. So we came up with a price. Which and they ended up getting a good deal because we weren't we weren't there long. <laughs> I was like I was like, dude, we'll give you X amount. Do we want to tell people what we were? Gonna I don't think that in? matters. Yes or no? Sure. I was like, we'll give you five hundred bucks for the whole trip. And we, and we were planning we on hunting. We technically didn't have an end date. We were gonna at least we could we could at least on five days. Yeah, five hundred bucks for the trip sounds better than a hundred bucks a day. Yes. So I think that's what. Yeah. What you were like? Okay, we're gonna do this. Yep. And we were like, I mean, we could have gotten more days out of that for sure. Mm-hmm. So like. And like, we didn't specify like one buck, two bucks. Like nope. We could have kept hunting like with yep. your tag. Yeah, totally. But that's like, that's the part we can get into that. But like, yeah. that's where I just like, that doesn't feel right to me. Like mm-hmm. I would have, like, we would have had to have that discussion for it to feel right to me. Yep. Like, I don't know. Yep. So we came up with that number and he was fine with that. He was, he's yeah. cool. So I'm like, okay, great. Now that that's passed, we're going to start hunting. And we were kind of like that first evening we were a little scrambled because we talked to him for a while. We were like, let's load up, get out there. But Oh, like speed wise or because of the conversation? Both. Yeah. Both. But we, we were, were all kind of like, like we're fine with it. Like, yeah. like we, like if we would have known we were doing 500 going into this, we would have paid that. But and just the, the surprise factor. Is the hunting going to be good? Yeah. That was the other thing we were like, mm. and we, we, he had no money yet. The issue is like the, neighbor, the neighbors that we've hunted, we've had a hard time out there. Yeah. And we've scoured their 30,000 There's acres. bucks, but like, yeah, it just hit a miss, tricky, you know, yeah, a little tricky. So, um, yeah, we got, we just got up in the hill. Oh, we're out there. We just like basically put a pin on the map where it is like, let's just, let's we didn't, just go you, we didn't east scout at all. Not much. I mean, we didn't really have time. We just didn't No, you know. We just were like, let's just get, let's just get up there and yeah. just class. We knew we wanted to be in the hills. There was some bottom ag, but we were just like, let's start in the hills, get some, Get some, get up high and and just glass. Yeah. We quickly realized we we parked the truck, got up there. We were just running into does, so we we're like, "This is great, good deer numbers." Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the first thing. Like if you have if you just have deer numbers, there will be big bucks around. So, I mean, before we even sat down, we saw a handful of does, busted some mm-hmm. out, just because we were trying to get some high stuff. Um, and, and we were barely like, I yeah. feel like we were really barely peeling, barely in. into the hills. Yeah, yep. And so, um. But yeah, that night, I mean, we just glassed hard and we spotted a handful of deer and then you spotted some bucks. Yep. 
they were actually on the neighbors that we've hunted, but we hadn't had, we didn't technically gain permission this year. Yeah. Even though we know they would have been fine. I was texting the guy before we got out. There. Yeah. Um, but we sent them the text and he didn't respond and we were not about to go on there without getting the final yes. Yep. Um, which so we got we, later. Yeah. Later that night we did. Um, but we left those bucks to scout some bottom fields to see if there are any whitetails moving in the area. Cause it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's special. Like there's whitetails in the timber next ag and there's muleys in the hills. So mm-hmm. I was honestly going to be game for whatever I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that night we were like, okay, we spotted some bucks, but we still have a lot of country to find. Yeah. And just we, figure it we out. didn't like, we didn't get a gist for the, no, area. we didn't get like a good game plan for the next morning. No, it was just kind of like a, all right, let's fast forward in the morning. Yep. So got home, made something to eat, had a couple Coors lights, and um, talked to the the landowner for a while, which was great, and uh, hit the hay. Woke up to not an alarm. No, you're supposed to set an alarm. I was supposed to set an alarm. Fallen asleep. That is exactly what happened. Hey, don't be telling your head, head back because how am I supposed to see your eyes? Okay. All right. And. Um, we, we just, we got up in time just cause I woke up out of the blue just cause I'm just on the schedule and, uh, I, I just had, I just had set an alarm because quick. you had your phone on my charger Yes, and mine was almost dead. So I was like, this phone's gonna be dead when I wake up. So why would I set an alarm? Um, you fell asleep before you set an alarm. So then we just, we, ha- we actually woke up before like we, before we, we were, were okay. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. fine. It wasn't like 9am. We were set before legal shooting. Yeah. Which is all you can ask. So yeah, we just, we just tore out of there pretty quick. We split up just on two different ridges because we just needed to be a little further west on one of the ridges. Those sand hills. If you just get a little <clears throat> 10 feet, you get it, you get a ridge over you're in, you're looking at. Yeah. So I was on the farther ridge and you were kind of closer to where we were the night before. Um, just glass and hard again. But the morning was just dusty. Just cloudy and foggy. Nothing sharp. You just couldn't see well. Nothing sharp. Sun never broke like it does in the sand hills. Yep. Um, making it very difficult to. We both saw some does. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see? Spotted some does down in some ag and then far off. I just saw a big deer. At least a mile. At least a mile. Saw some big deer. Saw two for sure bucks. One of them, I was like, that's a, that's a good buck. Big belly. Um, I just saw a gray white face moving. I was like, that's just big mule deer have like the, those gray faces. I couldn't see antlers though, just because it was too, um, it was too foggy and slash rainy and just misty. But I was like, I, I called you. I was like, it's a buck for sure. Based on the belly. It's an, it's at least three, four year old. Yeah. I, I can't see the answer. The vibe I got from you is like, he might be like a good three-year-old. Yeah. Like you could just like, just could you were yeah. not set on saying this is some big buck. Just because I, 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 I can't say it's a big buck if I haven't seen the antlers. So I was like, just not sure. So we didn't really spot anything else good that morning. We just like, we gave it some time. We still saw more that. does and stuff yeah. and sat for a while. Um, we sat until at least 830, right? Mm-hmm. And then we were like, Thomas came over to me. I showed him the vicinity of where those deer were. And we were like, do we just go at them? Cover like all the hills. We were like, you're busting deer for sure. Um, 
it's you our, can, it's yeah. hard to find it's hard to get know, lost. our wind was good but like you're just walking through a lot, a lot of hills yeah a lot of hills we were like then we could maybe we could the other route was possibly driving around um but we we're like we just don't know how close we could get so we haven't we were just like let's back out of here and drive around let's play it the safe way it's like our first full day we don't need to be walking through the hills yet we actually met up with the landowner there and he told us yeah you can drive around over here so we did that drove around parked the truck and we were pretty socked in at that point i remember even with asking fog. like do we leave the truck because socked like, in with fog you could see 100 yards 150 yeah like some of the thickest fog i've probably ever hunted in maybe mm-hmm. ever probably ever mm-hmm. just like i'd never felt like okay like hunting is useless right now yeah like, there's like you can't do anything mm-hmm. so that was pretty much i remember everything looked a lot farther away than it was yeah um, not to get ahead of ourselves, but we, we, we hiked in, you, you had a waypoint, you had a very rough waypoint on your phone. You're like, this is, this is the rough. rough area of where he's at. Yep. So we got halfway from halfway between the truck and that waypoint. And we sat down we're like, we don't want to go any further. We can barely see. So let's kill some time. 40 minutes. I took advantage. I, I, I snacked up and you were on a phone call mm-hmm. and, uh, Hey, you guys still sell some land when you're in the Hills. Yep. So just killing time, you know, yep. playing, playing some candy crush. Um, That's and then like, is. eventually like I'm looking up and I'm starting to see the hillsides better. And it just, I knew like in all my years of hunting, never have has fog stuck around like yep. long at all yep. in Nebraska. So I was like, just give some time. Sun's going to burn it off. Um, I'm, I'm looking at radar. Like it's, it says that it's clear right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. So, I mean, yeah. 40 minutes, 45 minutes, it, it burned off. And we were like, let's, let's get back there. Let's see yep. what we can see. Yep. Um, and we packed up and what did we have from our spot when we were in the, when we, we were 500 hill, yards, we had, we went down a valley up a hill and then we went down and then up another one. Right. Mm-hmm. We went over the first one. And we were like, okay, we got to get at least over that next one. Had we seen any deer by then? We, we saw that doe when we started to go up the second one, we saw that doe to the right. We were basically on top of the second. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of were like, okay, we're like in them at this point. We've got to be within a few hundred. There yards. are just hot pockets mm-hmm. in sand hills. And you got to find those. Cause like yeah. all, like all of a sudden no deer exists and then bam, you're in them and there's a lot of them. You just found, you found their safe spot. Yeah. You find where they hang out. It's usually got something to do with like, like food, water, elevation. They like it and they're hanging out. Yep. And so we were like, we've got to be pretty close to these deer. Um, but still like, <clears throat> you're just, honestly, we're just those, those does helped us out because we, we, I saw it at those two does and that, then we're like, okay, alerts up. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, like we're, we're always very cautious when we are going. I mean, that's something that we've learned a lot from. If you're trying box. like what, what we were doing, if you're trying to spot bedded mule deer during the middle of the day, you just have to move slow. Like yeah. that, you can, you can do it. Like at this they, they point, don't bed like at this point, is it 10 30, 11? Yeah, it's, it's late 10, morning, 10 30, probably. Yeah, it's probably about 10 30. And so, like, it was honestly, it's perfect yeah. conditions. Yep. Like 10, 10 mile an hour wind, mm-hmm. 15 gusting. Mm-hmm. Um, like not enough to like really mess up an arrow shot. Mm-hmm. Um, consistent. Wind was in our favor, you know, for sure, cool, yeah. not hot. High that day was 70. Mm hmm. I mean, pretty dang good for 
for mid September in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had hot, yep, hot days. Um, yeah, so we were getting up, going up that hill, and you just after doing this for so long, you just know where to look. Like we busted deer a lot earlier on because you're we just going over the hills and just like scanning the full thing. But now when you're going up and the hill, you're scanning years. your spots. Yeah. And so I'm scanning my spots. Tom's over to my right. He's scanning his spots. And then I just, I see something that's up and I can just tell it's antlers. So I just dump. Hey, and I pull binos up. I'm like, that's the one. It's a big old muley buck. Just, yeah, man, that was, that was nice. That was like, we yeah. celebrated. We're like, yeah, we just it's on it. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's half the dude. That's half of it. That is, that's you're 50% there when you found him. Yep. When you found embedded. Yeah. In the like, hills. Yeah. You still have a long ways to go, but you're oh, like, you, there's so many things chunk. that could go wrong huge still, chunk. but like, yeah, you're at least where you're at, you know? So, we stayed on the hillside for at least the next 15, 20 minutes. Just looking at him. Debating a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of ways to get to him. Could we should we just wait him out here? Do we go around left side? Do we go around right side? Which way would you win? What's the wind gonna Gotta do? Gotta be watching for other deer. Other deer. <clears throat> all that stuff. Do you want me to go with you and How film? How many times is like a second far? deer we couldn't see screw us up? A lot. You gotta watch for that like yep. crazy early season. Yep. Because they're just usually not by so themselves. Our mindset was there's got to be at least another buck better with him because he was yeah. in he was in a cedar, which we yeah. didn't. We only saw one, but like our mindset is there's more with him. Um, looking in the area, couldn't see anything else. But we 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 elected to have Tom do a big workaround, at least like a thirty minute workaround, just to like go way back from where we were around some cows and those get the big, wind right and those go. big bucks like they bed in a spot for a reason, and the hunter is usually paying for it, you know big old journey around to get for our viewers here. My arm, my arm is like the drain, like the drainage he was in. He was better like over here and he could see down this whole drainage and the wind was like, the wind is like coming over his back. So you're not going around. So you're not going around like this because your wind would get him. So you like Thomas had to go way around here and around. But like this was like, 400 yards, I bet, where he could like, or like 300 oh, yards, you could see shoot yeah. down that chute. So you just had to do way work More than that. So, um, so we just defy this plan. I'm going to stay there. You just do a big workout around. Let's just be patient on him. Just, just get into the vicinity and let him stand up. Tom was like five minutes into his hike and I'm just, I'm just watching. And I see over to my right, I see a deer on like basically on this little shelf where Tom's was basically going to work to work around. So I glass them up and there's like multiple, there's two does, there's two young bucks. There's just a bunch of deer over there. So I was like, <sighs> I happened to, during this time, I happened to look like I've, I've made it a couple hundred yards away. I see like there's a little crack in the hill. I can see you and you're giving me like the phone s- signal. Mm-hmm. You're like, come back. There's other yep. deer. Like you'd bust them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you came back and, um, we were just watching those deer for a little while. We were like, man, we can't, can we go around the other side? And we were like, nah, it's not going to work. And as we're there, those deer just get up and just sort of like jog off. Yeah. I was like, what? There's something over there all, spooked because there were deer yeah. further off that ran too. I'm like, maybe a coyote over there or something. But like, 
they were looking downwind. So th- whatever they saw didn't catch their wind. They were like seeing something they didn't like. And they just ran it off. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. And we were like, great. Resume yeah. plan. Yeah. Like I had been back for like two minutes. We, like and all this deer just decided. Killing bucks like this, you have to have shit like that happen. Yeah. Like the most random lucky stuff. Like the, all the deer that were going to ruin the stock just like vanished. Mm-hmm. No idea. So see you, Tom. Yep. Same Go thing. Go back. Yep. Because every deer left but the buck, and he mm-hmm. had no idea. He never saw any of it. No idea. So, I mean, you made the workaround. Um, I just I could had watch it around cows, pissed off some cows. Cows are a little sketchy out there. You don't know who's going to have you. Did they come at you at all? No. But, like, even on the public land, like, there's bulls out there. I remember on some of that stuff we've hunted. You just, you don't know. Because, um, like, the neighbor's piece, he's like, don't go here. Yeah. Because those cows will F you up. Yep. Um, so that's always in the back of my mind, like what I would do, what would you do if you had a cow to start, just get big and just yell at them. But if they like, if it came like, like it was going to get you, you're not shooting them. No, I'm not shooting them. I'm, I'll, I'll beat the hell out of them with my bow. I'll hit them. I'll Dude, hit them on the head. I just going to stomp the, no, I was thinking I'm if, getting, if you fight back and you, you hit them on the head with some heart, if you, if you dropped pack and you hauled butt, no way, dude, you're not out, you're not out running them a big, a big heifer. Mm-mm. You don't think? I don't think so. I was thinking I'm I'm gonna I'm hauling butt to the like biggest cedar I can see. If a fence is close by, I'm hauling and jumping. Yeah. yeah. If I'm like there's no fence around here. Yeah. Finding any structure that you yeah. could just like work behind. Yeah. I'm or like, I'm just gonna I'm, go I'm baseball getting, bat with the bow. Yeah. Side in the I'm bow. I'm doing that too. Um but I'm getting I was like, I'm getting to a tree. Cause I'm gonna somehow put that big, between uh, cow's not gonna kill you, but it could hurt you pretty good. Yeah. If it, it, it could kill if you. If you got on the ground and it was stomping on you, it could kill you. It could break it's the shit. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get in that situation at some point. Yeah. That always reminds me of uh wire story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we had a buddy on some South Dakota land mm-hmm. and did they warn him about the cows? Yeah. But they like, they're like, we're going to do it anyways. Cause he saw some good antelope bucks in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did they, they got out there and the cows started like coming at him <laughs> and his buddy, I was like, what do we do? <laughs> and Jared, uh, we were at our South Dakota camp with our, our uh, new hunter buddies. And, uh, Jared says some expletives and um, they started hauling butt to the fence. Um, but just, yeah, can't trust the cows, but I was working around them. And like, I'm also worried, like, will they go in the Valley mm-hmm. and like spook, like spook them up? Mm-hmm. Luckily, I mean, they headed the exact way I needed yep. them to. I worked around them. I just like something about spooking a big animal like that, whether it's a domestic cow or like a wild elk, like it just kind of like, mm-hmm. you don't know how they're going to react, but yep. got around the cows. Um, and then you're just working the landscape, those sand hills from a different angle and everything's different. Yeah. You don't know what, what things look like at all. Um, so I'm just taking my time. I'm using you. Like I, my I, can, I can see your camera angle. Yeah. The big Sigma lens. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, the deer's still that way. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's not on this cedar because otherwise they would be pointed at that cedar. Yep. No, I, so I actually thought about that because I was filming you certain times yeah. and I could see you looking. So I turned my camera, yeah. I turned, turned my camera to be filming the deer. Yeah. So that, I, that helped me a lot. Um, and then like, basically I knew that the, the cedar he was under, um, that was like the only clump of two mm-hmm. on the hillside. Mm-hmm. But coming from that angle, I couldn't tell. It also, from the footage, it looks like there's a right cedar and a left cedar. But from mine, it looks like one's close and one's far. 
Mm-hmm. So that's like a whole nother thing I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember telling you that I was like, what if I, like if I, there's another cedar, um, like off of the group that he's on. I don't know. It was probably 60 on, yards. No, no. The close one that I put between me and him. Oh, that was like 15 yards from him. Yeah. I remember thinking that like, okay, there's also going to be that cedar there. So, um, I took my sweet time like mm-hmm. getting in there. Cause I knew I was close from your camera angle. You, I could tell. And I could tell you didn't see him until you were 60. Yeah. Because I had a pretty good idea. He was behind, he was behind the cedar that I was working towards. Um, but it took me a while to the cedar so thick. It took me a while to glass up antler through that cedar to the, to where he was at. And I, I, when I saw him, it was just a huge relief. I was like, okay, I found him. Like, I'm not going to accidentally like be dumb and spook him off of this mm-hmm. or that. Um, and then it was like, wind's good game time. Like I want to, I want to get into a position where I, I have heck of a chance at a shot. Yep. Um, so I took the footage my, is pretty nasty. We could maybe yeah. insert a little. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, I've got my bow. I got my release. I'm ranging every single, every single time I like think I'm a little bit closer um, binos heavy. I didn't, I didn't take boots off. I just, in that country where there's cactus, I don't think it's worth it. Mm-mm. Um, I wasn't saving a lot of noise and like a cactus in the foot that's stock over a little yep. bit. Um, so, I mean, to cut to it, I, I got to 32 yards on him. I got to a little yucca. I'm like, this isn't hiding me anymore, but for some reason, like I feel like a little bit like more secluded on, on that. Yep. Um, Got, I moved up the hill like maybe a foot and from where I was like kind of walking in at him, um, being like cognizant if he could like maybe see my feet or my legs or something like if there's some opening in the cedar or something where his eyes were, um, but got to a point where like I could sometimes see like the back of his tine and I could, I could like see movement really well if he turned his head. Um, I didn't know like what it looked like when he stood up. Um, I was just kind of like. I'm going to come to that when it happens. I didn't, if you need to shuffle any more exposure. Bit. I think I would have like, he's seeing skyline. He's seeing around mm-hmm. that cedar, you know? Um, so then I just kind of settle in uncomfortably. I mean, like when I'm that close to a mule deer, I'm not sitting on my butt. Mm. Cause how, you're not making an archery shot on your butt. No, like you're, you gotta be on your, on your knees, like ready to go. Possible. Um, stand up. Yeah. So, then it just kind of hunker down and I'm, I'm ranging out. things like being really careful of my movement, not to like slip up, um, being quiet. <clears throat> One thing we didn't wind discuss, was good, but also at that's times where I was going. So when Tom was like still working into 32 yards, you were probably like 50. He got all nervous. The buck like threw his head and looked up in that direction. I was like, it was good. while well, it lasted. Like literally I was like, I've seen this play yeah. out. Yeah. He's about to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And he like, like swung his head. I was like, okay, he either sees him or smells him. Let's, let's hope he, let's hope he maybe he's just smelling something weird. And doesn't like straight up see him, but he stayed bedded, but he's like looking hard and you're still like moving in on him a little bit. I'm like, Oh, this is going to blow up. And just didn't just, just didn't. He I just, he's, he settled back down. I fought the urge to like get that peak. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to, I'll get the peak when, when he's dead at in yep. my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Cause I've, I've taken the peak and, and screwed things up. You know, the wind was like marginal. It was like, yeah. not like going from him was, to you. It was, it was side, like, it was just a side wind, just a side, just parallel. It's just a side wind. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm over 32 yards over him. Um, wind's mostly good. I'm just hanging out. Then all of a sudden I see a doe walking in and I'm like, Oh, like where did she that, come from? Out. She just was just walking in, you know? So I picked up the camera, started filming again. I was like, well, it's about like it was then, good all acid boys in the next second time. in the next minute or two this muley's gonna be gone and either yep. he's, he's gonna have an arrow in him or he's not and yep. that, that was basically my thought yep she walks in kind of walks past him but she's looking at you yeah she's looking at me but how i'm still that's the weirdest thing because she came out of she just knew something like she I'm couldn't not, see you I'm though not a yucca like she didn't like stand up out of the like in the open did she what do you like mean? She, did she come around the hill or did yeah, she, what, she just came over the top of the hill? So I'm like, how did she know you were there? Just, just because she was walking up there and then just like, Oh yeah, saw something. Exactly. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Just I'm, I'm darker. I'm, I don't know. Um, but basically like she was, she kind of worked through, I thought maybe she'd get the buck to stand up, take a look, reposition. He didn't, he didn't, he just right. was watching her. Yeah. Um, but eventually, I mean, she gets down when she bolts out of there <laughs> and then, and he's, he still he looks it. up. Still, he looks up again in your direction, just like like. What and the still, heck like is going I have, on? I have just the perfect amount of cedar covering me. Yeah, and he's not getting anything. Just clutch. Um. So she she came around. And she she got to fifty yards from me. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, she no. came right around the hill and then was looking at me. Mm-mm. Like get out of here. Um. So I'm like, okay, settle in <laughs> two again. for two. Settle in. Yep. Um. And then at this point, like the wind's dying dying a little bit. Yeah. Um, on my way in, like I was on, like, it was gusting pretty good. Like it was probably gusting 20. Like when I was on like the ridge line. as soon as I got down, it was like 10, eight to 10, yeah. you know? And then like, I'm feeling like swirl Which out there is nothing. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm starting to feel some swirl and I'm like, like hands on the release. I'm ready to, um, I'm ready to go whenever, uh, and maybe another total elapsed time. Not an of hour. you at 32 yards, like 30 to 40. Yeah. Not an hour. Like I've been on the stock working in for an hour and a half, maybe though. Yep. You know, long enough to where you're like, Oh, I, I, had, I was glad I, I used, I ate my snacks yep. on our fog break. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point I'm like, I don't know when he's going to stand. Mm-hmm. It could be, it could be right now. It could be at 5 PM mm-hmm. when he gets up for the evening. What is it? It's, it's just afternoon. It's just that yep. it's 12 15 yep. right now. Um, Sure enough, I see that head shake a certain way, and and I see the I see I see extra movement. I see legs start to stretch up, mm-hmm. and I'm full draw at that point. Yeah, you're snoring up top on the mountain. Not true. No, but um, we'll get into that. I see him stand up, and I see enough body. I'm not like he's standing up for a reason. The sun's not on him. It's cloudy. Like he's repositioning because he smells something in my like something that's like finally his thoughts took over. Like he, he's probably snip, like sent something once or twice before with the doe and then yep. with the other look. And he's like, um, I'm going to reposition here. Mm-hmm. And he was on his feet for maybe like two, three seconds when I let it, let it rip. Cause I didn't know when he was going to bound out of there. When you have a muley, it's like, it's our Turkey, um, thoughts too. Like if that Turkey's in range, like you shoot him. Cause at any moment he's out of your life forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I had the opportunity, I couldn't see his head. 
I couldn't see front leg, but I knew like that's, that's at least middle body. Cause I'm seeing the back leg really well, put it on him. Um, and I shot, I shot like it a little bit high on that first shot, but it was high enough. Like it was good enough. You probably got lungs. Yeah. Probably, did I think, you think I, you got high back, lungs? High back lungs, I think. Yeah. Um, front lever maybe. But like, and it wasn't even that, like when you think of spine shot, you think of like pretty high on that deer, but like it still dropped him. Yep. But I'd be very surprised if that hit spine at all. Like I don't he know. He reacted like, he reacted, he didn't react like full on like spine, like no. straightened out, but he was like, he, he, he like fell like a spine shot, yeah. but he didn't like, he, he, he could still get around. Yeah. So I knew like he's not going anywhere, but I quickly reload another. He um, works his way down like 15 yards and I, I pop a 40 yarder right through him and I'm like done, done, done deal. I just blew out his heart and lungs. Yep. Um, and I was in, I was in disbelief, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about it like a thousand things have to go right. Yep. For that to happen. And they did. So I just sat there and I was like, man, seven years and finally putting my hands on a Nebraska muley. Big one. Yeah. At least four or five year old. A big heavy deer. At least four or five. Big tall four. One sixties. Yep. I need to get some deer me- measured, man. It's a good buck. So on my end, <clears throat> this is how I was at. I was like, okay, I got the long lens, really zoomed in on the deer. We're going back pre shot right yep. now. Yep. I'm like, okay, I'd like to do the I'd like to have the R5 slow-mo of the full scene so you can just see you drawn and okay. the deer. I have like a, I'm pretty, I have a pretty strong opinion that the filmer needs to be with the shooter, but you were hunts. It's just so hard to do. And that. you are close enough. Yeah. Like you're on that deer. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're like, you can get tight. Like at times you've done it, like we're, we're just too far away. Yep. Um, and like, I'll still say like, the footage is better when the filmer is on with the hunter, like right behind it, like over the shoulder angle. Like that angle is just better. That's just the way it is. Um, but we were close enough. Like you're 170 yards from him. Yep. You were like with that long lens on him, like you're in his business. Mm-hmm. Um, continue. So <clears throat> that was my mindset for filming. I was going to have the one camera tight on the deer, the other one getting both of you guys. Um, and I was like, okay, I was thinking like, I can't, I can't just keep him on record the whole time because I'll run out of card and battery space. So what I was like, mistake did you make? My really? mistake is it was your first trip filming. Okay. <laughs> we're not, we're not pointing any fingers. My, my mistake was, oh, you um, you didn't turning put, the camera off. Probably didn't put new batteries in the camera. That's your mistake. Oh yeah. Well, so you're, even you're, with that, I'm like, if I have to go through the evening, even two freshies, I'm like, Okay, that I was, had batteries that was, for at least a few hours, but I was like, you, you're half mass both cameras though. Yeah. But I was like, I was at least good for okay. a few hours, but I was like, but this, you, my issue have, was if it goes into the evening and you only had one extra. Yep. So like, so I could have had more, but I'm like, and that would have, that would helped a lot. Even when I'm fully batteried up, I have like two extras and with two extras, then you're still, I'm, a, I'm not turning the camera off though. I, I'm having it in sleep. Mode. So that's, so that's where I was at. I was like, that was my mess up is that was probably the first time I actually turned the camera off, off. I had just, I just left it in sleep mode so I can hit record and it's probably, you could probably film in a second and a half, yeah. two seconds. My mistake is I see the deer get up and in my head. I'm like, I'm shooting this sucker as soon as he, which I was like, I know you're probably going to try once, it. not once that I think, Oh, I got a hold in a second for Nate. I, yeah. sh- I honestly looking back, like maybe I should have, I definitely should have a little bit. But so like, 
if that deer boogers out, I'm like, I wanted you to make sure I want to make yeah. sure you're on them. So well, the issue I had there was <clears throat> I go to just hit record, just to turn it on and I, I, I double pump and I'm like, F camera's off. So then I go, I turn it on. I hit record shot. and no. So this is what I said. When I filmed it, I thought I totally got the deer. I thought I got the shot because I remember watching on the screen, watching the deer standing and then going down. Mm. So like I, I hit record as soon as possible and the deer falls so down. So I'm like in my head when sec- I, you're half a second late. Cause yeah. that's like from footage wise deers on what? the ground kicking. Okay. So that, that just, yeah, that was just straight up delay because like when I, when I record, I was like, okay, I got the shot. I, I at least got the arrow hitting the deer. Even if, yeah. Which looking back on, it, I wasn't too bummed even because if, you even couldn't if, see the even deer. Even if the, um, like the cameras were just like on sleep mode and you hit record right away. I, I would have gotten it. You would have gotten it, but like it would have been like Rushed. a second. Yeah. You know? So, so what was, what was like best case scenario for you? Like the deer stands up. I like wait. So here, here was my plan. You hit record. Here's my plan. Also film with R five. Yeah. This is what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, deer would stand up and you're thinking I was going to give him some time. No, I, I was thinking, I was thinking you'd at least watch him stand up and then you draw and you have a few seconds. I didn't think like you were, you were drawing back when he was thinking you about draw, standing draw, up. Drawing is as in, like, no, I, I get it. Drawing. You, you did everything it. right. But yeah. I was like, I was like, mm, I bet, I bet the deer will probably be mostly up before you start to drop. But you were like, I saw him stand up. You were like, he was like going and you were like, I just, I you just don't know if he's going to no. pound out. No, it. you did again. You did everything right. But I was like, I'll have at least, I was like, in my mind, I was like, if I have three to four seconds, no problem. So what I was wanting to do ideally was long just hit the on. long lens on and then I'm picking up, I'm picking up the panty and just, so I'm getting, I'm getting the R5. Thing. Yeah. Or yeah, the R5, which that, that was a stupid idea. Looking back, that was a stupid idea because my issue was I wanted, I wanted to tighten the deer, but I should have just had the full the whole, thing. Yeah. But I was whole, like the whole time when I was out all the way, I was like, that's still the deer's just so small. So I was like, I should have something tight and then have something out. Um, which the deer was completely covered up in a cedar anyways. Like you can't see the arrow impact the deer anyways. The only thing I really feel like I missed was you draw and shock drawing. You, you just shooting your bow at the deer. That's yeah. the only thing I was like, ah, um, so yeah, so you, 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 you're, you shot the deer. I'm filming both cameras by now. So I get you drawn shooting your second shot, everything like that. But it, it did suck. Like, like I definitely wanted that footage. I, I mean, we laid, I laid down, 30 minutes of footage of him just hanging out there like mm-hmm. so much and you stalking him and that's all great. But I was like, I definitely screwed up there and it was just the camera off. If I would have just gone up and been able to hit the on record button and it was been on then I Cam- and camera was off because you're half bat. Even, even if I would have known mentally that the camera was off and I went straight to turn it on and hit record, I would have gotten it probably. Yeah. It was just if the fact that I had to straight do that. For that. I was like, what I had to have the thought of. Yeah. Cause honestly, that. like, like turning it on and then having the screen is probably the same as hitting record and letting you it. should just grab it. Uh, let's see how fast it, let's see how long it, let's see how long it takes. That camera will turn on without a lens, right? I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Okay. Well, how do you get this thing on? No. So this is, this is what, it, this, this is the time that it took. Okay. I don't know which camera I should do. I'll show, I'll show the it's one. It's the workhorse. So this is the record button that I was hitting. I was like, like turn on. <laughs> so so I, I went to hit it. I was like, it wasn't turned on. So this is, this is the time that you shot. And I'm like, turn on. 
boom, I'm recording. And he's dead by then. Yeah. So you shot him pretty quick. You hadn't, you, so yeah, you had an extra half second of work, but then your mistake of hitting the record button, that, that's another two seconds. Yep. And your mind's computing, oh no, and yep. you hit this button. Yep. Um, but it was just... It, like, do, it doesn't like, in my mind, it doesn't hurt the episode at no, all. No, I mean, but it just, it's more of like a pride thing for me. Yeah. Just like, mm. I'm good enough. I should be, I should be throwing down some good stuff. And I just like, I just had a mental glare. Mm-hmm. Like even like I went to go grab water at some point. Cause I was like, I haven't had water in an hour and I'm just sitting on top of this hill in the sun. And I just had that camera running on record. And so I went to get water so I wouldn't miss anything. Like I was like so prepared. Um, like I'm not, I'm not missing this thing. And then sure enough, I just F it up. <laughs> Um, you know, like when you're in like the, uh, heat of the moment, this thing turns on a lot slower than you think. I was like, what the heck is taking this thing so long? I was like, yeah, I was like, come on. It's just um, getting slow in her old age. God, we've had this thing since, yeah, since we started chasing these muleys. I mean, this is in seven year old camera. Yeah. Like For all those that are just listening, we're, we're messing with the Canon 5D Mark four that I was filming. This is the goat. Yep. I mean, this is the goat. Like this yep. is probably more like if you do hunts and you don't have the battery pack, you're dumb. Nobody has a battery pack, but this thing is like yeah. life. Yeah. I don't know where we didn't, was it McKinnon? Did McKinnon turn us onto the battery pack? Well, cause he had one, he used the one D. Yeah. So it you just know? looked bigger. Yeah. This thing is so clutch. It just comes off like, because Canon batteries, I mean, they don't last forever. That's, this is the normal one. All it does is like go into where the camera is at and then just go on. And it holds two. And I mean, we just don't worry about batteries in this thing. Um, it just goes right in the side here and just shuffles. Them. Like you can roll through bats pretty quick. Like we don't have the battery pack on the R5. And like, it, yeah, you're half battery oh, yeah. pretty quick. You, yeah, for sure. I mean, that thing also eats like yeah. quite a bit more, but yeah. So, um, the episode's still going to be banger. When are we putting that out? Next year. Next next July. Yeah. We'll put a we'll put a little sneak peek in this episode for people that are watching, but yeah, we'll drop it on the We're going to podcast next, next week on elk and elk elk that we'll drop elk, that. that drops that episode just cuz like the lack of activity. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a pod slash episode. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch watch and listen yep. to it the whole time. Um just because, I mean, our elk episode last year did, is doing fantastic on YouTube. Yep. It's it's nearing 70,000 views. Um, no boosting. And, I mean, because it's action-packed, we saw bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we have a similar experience like that with our rifle hunt, you know. But, but no, yeah, I we mean, just cleaned them up. And for, like, we were there, we were there for 24 hours. So, that guy got his 500 bucks a day rate. Yeah. Ah! At that, like we discussed, like, should we yeah. try to get, but like yeah. at that point, Shot like, a good we, we want to be able to have an invite back. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to discuss it. The bucks are worth more than yeah, a lot more than that to us. Um, the only thing terrible about the hunt that came out was, man, you got screwed up pretty good. Dude, I got it. I got it too. All over. We, so we got into a patch of poison oak and we, I knew it was something bad and I didn't we, check we it. We both looked at it. We were like, we individually saw it. And we were like, yeah. that's something. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. It was just covered back, the ground. How would, we, how do we even avoid it? Like if we knew like we were about to get effed up, we like, would have we to would, drag them. We would have taken more, preca- dude, it was everywhere. It, it was wasn't like over. on top where we were, like I was filming. 
Okay. But yeah, it was it all was throughout those hillsides. Um, so it was just everywhere. Like it, it all, I mean, it was hard to avoid, but yeah, I mean, it, it made it worse. Bad. What did you do that made it worse? We both looked down oh, and we said, this is, this is not poison ivy, but it's yeah. something, it's a, but it was like great color. It was like yeah. orange and green and red. And I was like, like poison ivies are it was like, that'd be really good foreground in this pick. So I literally picked up. But is it on like your, not really dude. It's on I've got, it's pretty, it's like, I want to pop that. It's all bubbled up. Oh yeah. I popped, I've popped a couple of them. Oh, you're probably not, not definitely supposed not supposed to. to do that. No, but yeah, it's some on my palm. Well, but like it, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's all over my arms, chest. It's on my neck. It's on my legs, my kneecap. Dude, it's literally it, covered. <laughs> Holy cow. What's not like, is that the ooze itself? Yes, Tom. Dude, you should absolutely be going, going in to in. get checked out. Yeah, I'm not going to. I, I don't, I have it like barely on my arm. You, Do you, you think they'd give me meds? Yes. Have you lost your mind? Take care of yourself, dude. They'd give you a, a steroid to knock it out. Oh, really? Dude, that's, that's bad enough that you need to go in. Yeah. You've got at least another week of that too. Yeah. If you don't. Urgent care. You should. We should probably end this podcast so you can do that. Anyways, that was kind of the only. That was kind of the only bummer. Um, I can't believe that. Let me see your chest. It's it's not that bad. The only bad part is over here. See if I can. Can you see it through there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, dude, you need to go in. That's I've been put some stuff. Pretty on dumb it. that you haven't actually. Um, but anyways, it was a sol- super solid hunt. Great. We're like. I mean, it was as good as we were hoping. It was worth not going out to Idaho. Yep. Um, I mean, shot an amazing buck. And packed him out of the hills. Finally put some meat in our QU packs, which was just a good feeling. Shot some great content with it, and that's that. Anything else? We're whitetail boys, but, man, we love our our Western stuff, too. Yep. That Um, place out there is pretty awesome. Yeah. People seem to like our first light QU um, talk. Um, I thought it, it sparked some good conversation. And I think a lot of people, people just like, have you listened to a podcast that gets into it like that? I just don't, no. they just don't come around that often because everybody's so scared of yep. giving away, um, helpful information. And a lot of people, like, I think we assume people know a lot of the stuff like company wise and what's the changes that are being made. But a lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. Even if you're fully decked out in a camera brand and you're following on social and yep. maybe you know a person or two over there, it's just it's just hard to hard to be in the know. But um we're heading out to Wisconsin. Yep. Tomorrow morning we're gonna head out and chase some chase some my tails. So stay tuned on that front. But thanks for everybody for listening and watching. If you're watching, you better leave a leave a like and comment. If you're listening. Thanks for listening. Hopefully people like, like that we're in a studio now, not in the car. Yep. You know, I have a strict, like, I don't want to do it in the car podcast um, anymore. We'll break that for sure. I think we're going to bring it this week. I think we should get a podcast with everybody. Yep. That'd be solid. All right. Till next time. Signing off.